Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, and driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I <laughs> uh, hear that? That's a that's a celebratory beverage right there after a Billiken win. Actually, it's a it's a bubbly bounce sparkling water, but it sounded good, didn't it? You get the idea. Wow, what a win for the Billikens. Look at us in our Billiken gear today. I got like the memo. We, like we texted each other about it, which we didn't. Exactly. Mm. How is that? That is tasty. Well, it's a uh, mango passion fruit, but I'm going to oh. imagine that it's um, a celebratory beverage with my guy BK. The slew wins. Uh, did you see Jordair Jet's tweet? It was really funny. Oh, well, I he don't had, think so. Yeah, his tweet said, oh, I want to oh, make yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, okay, I did see that. Make sure I uh, quote it exactly. He pinned it, too, I do think. Never like Dayton anyway. Mm-hmm. Beat the traffic. And then he put a bunch of blue and white hearts <laughs> and a peace sign. <laughs> so what, did you see what happened? I heard he was not escorted out of the building, though, that he was mm-hmm. escorted kind of into the bowels of the building, maybe maybe all the way out. I don't think so, yeah. that they were a Hall of Famer, that they would escort him out right, after. Right. So what? what exactly happened? Well, Dayton claims that he had the basketball after the Nesbitt dunk and held on to it mm-hmm. and was talking trash to the player who was trying to get it back from him. Isn't that the official's job to get the ball back? Why, why does the player have to get the ball? Yeah. The player doesn't get the ball I back. I guess the after the basket, gets the ball back. he figured he'd get it. And now, if he had talked trash yeah. to the official, maybe that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, look, it, it, I, I'm not excusing anybody from talking trash to anybody, but it's all in good fun. It's a rivalry, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. I mean... Come on, man. It's Jordan Jet. It's a Billiken Hall of Famer. Yeah, obviously, he's been bruised in the past by Dayton, just like Slew has over the last, what, five games in a row. Yeah. I mean, let's get real here. This is a rivalry, and you need rivals. Yes. And these two back and forth yesterday, that is a huge win for St. Louis University. I mean, I know the Jet thing was kind of fun and maybe overshadowed a little bit because Anthony Grant storms out on the court with his staff, and he's all riled up. I love it. That's not just Jet. That's not just Slew's toughness. That's the crowd, too. Mm-hmm. That's a real college atmosphere. And in a real college atmosphere, it's chaotic. And it's heated. And as Jay Billis would say and put very well yesterday before the North Carolina-Duke game, the air is heavy. 
You know, the, like when it's a good rivalry, you feel it in the air in the building. And that's what they had yesterday at SLU, at Chaffetz Arena. You had 10,000 people there almost. They, they listed it at 94.11, probably a few more snuck in. And it was a great win. Yep. A great, great win for SLU, 72-61. Travis Ford will be with us at 1030. Big Billiken fan here, Brian Kelly. I know you were having fun. Oh, it was so much fun. And that Nesbitt slam, you know, the, the Billikens had that 14-point lead. It's getting whittled down. Uh, and, and Dayton's starting to put that pressure on. And we've seen the Billikens have trouble down the stretch this season. And so you're getting a little bit nervous. And then they make that play, and Nesbitt slams it. Game time, jam time, it's over. And, and just the explosion. It was just tremendous. And it's one of those games when you get that rivalry going, every possession, every pass means so much. And to see the Billikens finish the way they did in that game, you got to feel really good about the way this team is playing. Here it is. 69 57, under two minutes left. Here he killed his dribble, finds Jimerson. Now got it to Nesbitt. Almost stolen. Janus! Jam time! Ball game! Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr. with the call. Nesbitt with the dunk. Slew wins 72-61. They get a huge day out of Martin Linson off the bench with 17. 16 points, a game high, eight rebounds and six assists for the terrific best point guard in the country, uh, Yuri Collins. And this, I'm just going to let it run. This is the final call in the postgame chaos at Chaffetz Arena. By themselves. The crowd is loving it. 10,000 fans. Anthony Grant and Travis Ford talk. They nod, they shake hands. This one's over, and the Bills win it. 72-61 over Dayton. We'll take a, oh, we won't take a break. Excuse me. We're waiting here for one of our stars of the game in a, in a terrific, and as you said from the very beginning, Hard-fought conference battle. Davidson did defeat uh, GW 78-73. So they'll remain in first place. They'll remain in first place. And the Billikens are in second place all alone. Tough physical battle from the beginning. Billikens withstood the storms. A few mini storms in the second half and uh, come away and get the split and break that five-game win streak. 72-61, 72-61, as the Bills make their way off the court, they're going to see if... Uh, Thank you, students! Here, Travis Ford, take the mic. Thank you, Billiken fans! Making his first we appearance. We needed you tonight, thank you! You guys make a difference! Do you guys make a difference? Travis Ford. And now Martin Linson. Well, Martin, I, on Monday on the coaches show, I called you the uh, Dusseldorf dominator. <laughs> I tell you what, you had one heck of a ball game, young man. Thank you. Yeah, Dayton, Dayton didn't see you the last time. Now they know who number 12 is. Right, I hope so. I hope they do. How big was it the first in the in the winning streak, losing streak against Dayton? Man, big conference win, but the, the five games, how big was that to get that finally victory against a good Dayton program? Oh, huge. Um, I mean, you know, I think last two years where we didn't win. Right. Or we're like 0-4, oh so yeah. it's a huge win for us. That's a really good team. Um, so, like, just overall beating the, your rival at home is always special. Yeah, and Martin, tell me, you really got lathered up and got it going a beautiful pass 
in the second half. Yuri brought the defense, dropped the diamond, and he did that spin move with the left hand. That's a new move. Uh, you know it's not new. That's just, you know, <laughs> European basketball. Oh, I love <laughs> that it. at home. I love it. One more. You guys, uh, every time they made a run, you guys seem to have an answer. What's the key uh, th at this juncture of the season? You guys really, any teams are making runs. You guys are doing a nice job of not letting them come take the lead like in the past. You guys have done a nice job really tightening things up. What's been the key to that? Uh, I think just staying together because uh, every game someone steps up. We're so deep. Uh, we trust each other and just playing together, you know. Uh, and, I mean, of course, number one gets us going. Yuri is just fun to play with. How are you feeling physically now? You've been back uh, a few weeks now after your injury. How are you feeling physically? Feeling pretty good. Uh, I mean, you know, I hope you saw that tonight. Yes. Uh, getting back to full strength. Good, good. Martin, go enjoy this one with your teammates. Thank you for the time. Great game, young man. Thank you. That's Martin Linson. Billikens win it. 71-62. Great stuff from Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr., Martin Linson, Travis Ford. Uh, just cheering on the crowd after they gave a full throttle effort, full throated effort throughout the afternoon and told them be here on Friday because the Billikens do have a big game again against St. Bonaventure on Friday, a game that'll be on ESPN two, a late tip, eight o'clock tip. Of course, it'll be right here on KMOX. And you know, it's is and Dre does a great job with the crowd, the way he gets them going and doing different He's things. Good. He does a great job, and the and that's the kind of game you got a lot of people in there who may not have gone to a game yet this year, at least not many. You you have a game like that, they're going to come back. That barn is going to rock for the rest of this season, and let's keep it going. and And they deserve our support, and they they are climbing their way toward a tournament berth. They got to keep it up, but they sure look like a team. And I like Martin Linson talking about the depth. Different guys coming up in different games, all led by Yuri Collins. Uh, Gibson Jimerson was hot there for a while. That play Linson mentioned, that spin around layup, or that Bob asked him about. What a great play, you know. And and, and so you're seeing these guys step up. I think there's they, they, that UMass loss really got to them. And they are not going to let that happen again. A great win for SLU, and Jordan Jet can come to any game he wants. I've had it confirmed here in the last few minutes. He did stay in the building mm -hmm. and actually was congratulated by droves of fans as he was right inside uh, the concourse there and just had a great time downstairs. Uh, the you know was talking to the player and the mm -hmm. pl player, the freshman. Doesn't know how to handle a situation like that. But also, you don't get the ball. The referee gets the ball. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, yeah. it, was, it was just a blast. Love Jordan. Mama mean, Jen was there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... And it was, you know, his Hall of Fame uh, time. I mean, it's a special time. The Billikens should be very happy about what's happening there uh, across the board in athletics. But for men's basketball... And, and, by the way, I know it's a smaller thing, but to be their partner here on KMOX mm -hmm. and to feel like... We are part of that momentum and spreading the word and really pushing it out there. This is the city's basketball team. So, yep. you know, it, it really is. Are they the best team in the state? Well, Missouri State's going to try to knock off Loyola today and see if they can make a case. Mizzou won at Texas A&M. Wow. Nice win yeah. for them yesterday, 70-66. Yeah. to 66. They're not the best team in the state, though. Uh, and finally, do not think that I forgot about the Illini. Mm -hmm. The voice of the Illini, Brian Bardhart, will join me next after a dominant win over my alma mater, a dominant win over Indiana. They looked great, and I've said it all year. They are a dark horse Final Four team, maybe not a dark horse anymore. We'll talk to Brian Barnhart next on KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Travis Ford, head coach of the Billikens, will be with us live at 1030. And we talked a lot about the Billikens in the opening segment. I told you Mizzou won, SIU beat Illinois State on the road. Southeast Missouri State won, SIUE lost at Murray State. And I have not gotten into it yet, but I will now. Illinois, we talked about it all morning in our sportscast, but Illinois was dominant yesterday in Bloomington, especially in that second half. And we are joined by the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart. Brian, good morning. Congratulations on a great win. Hey, Tom, thank you. And uh, yeah, you're right about the second half. That's uh, when Illinois really took command of the game. And, and you could kind of, you could see uh, they, they strangled Indiana's offense quite a bit and and just kind of took it over uh, midway through the second half, and it was done. Yeah, and as everyone knows, I'm an IU alum, and I love the Hoosiers, but I watched this game intently, and I saw a carbon copy of the Purdue game, not the end, but the first half, where Trace Jackson Davis gets two early fouls, comes out of the game, IU comes alive, the energy in the building, and all of that great stuff. But in the second half, Trace comes back into the game, and if you put him head-to-head with Kofi Coburn and you ask who's the best big man in the Big Ten, I don't think there's any question now. And and question about who's the best in the country. I think it's Kofi also, Brian. Well, he certainly had a good week, didn't he? I mean, the uh, Wisconsin game, of course, he scored 37 points, which uh, was part of the way Wisconsin played him. Uh, They basically, you know... uh, they were more concerned. They were concerned about Kofi, but they were very concerned about our outside shooters uh, for Illinois, Plummer and Grandison and Frazier. And, and so Kofi got his 37, and we repeatedly got it into him. Uh, you know, I thought early on Indiana did frustrate him a little bit, even with uh, the backup center, Durr, came in and I thought did a pretty good job. And, and uh, But as the game went on, uh, Illinois was able to figure out the Indiana defense. I know Indiana, I think, was ranked first in the Big Ten in uh, points per game allowed, the fewest points allowed, and, and defensive percentage. And, and Illinois eventually just kind of figured out the combination, started hitting some shots late, and, and they got Kofi going again, and, and, and that was the ball game. It was. Trent Frazier, what a player he is. So locked in. I don't know how you defend it. I mean, when, when he crosses over or steps back and knocks down a three, how do you stop it? I mean, Trent Frazier was on fire yesterday. 
Well, you know this, Tom, these guys that are older, you know, extra senior that uh, when you're an old team and we've got some older guys like Frazier and Williams, and we're going to miss those guys next year. Let me tell you, we're going <laughs> to enjoy it while, uh, while Illini fans have them around because Trent's fearless. I mean, he just defensively, uh, Matt Painter said it last time we played Purdue. He said, you know, we run more plays than the Dallas Cowboys and Trent knows every one of them. You know, he knows how to stop every one of them. And offensively, he's got that shooting ability that we saw Tom a lot as a freshman. He was the one guy Illinois had that could score as a freshman when they lost 21 games. And now he's part of an arsenal of guys that can score it. But he's biggest thing for him that I see all the time with him and DeMonte especially is they're just fearless. When the, when the crowd's roaring, when the heat's up, when it's hot, those guys are, are not afraid. And uh, they, they make winning plays. The player that I think means a lot to this team also, and when he's on the floor, they're just so much better, and that's Jacob Grandison. I mean, he hit a couple of threes yesterday, 50% from beyond the arc yesterday, two for four. It seems like he's 50% every time he plays. Uh, he had uh, the team sh- nailed 10 threes. But the thing was, Grandison was out most of that first half, wasn't he, Brian, with foul trouble? And that, that's part of the reason why that offense couldn't get going. No, you're right. Yeah, he got in early foul trouble. Uh, Luke Goody came in for a little bit, spelled him, and, and we had to juggle things a little bit. But, yeah, he's he's such a good passer, Tom. He gets the ball into Kofi, that high-low. He's very good at that. He's uh, a cool customer. He doesn't get rattled. He just kind of quietly goes about his business. You know, you look up, he's got 12, 14 points. He's got four or five rebounds, a couple of assists. Um, he's one of those guys that it's easy with the headliners to – to take for granted, but he's the kind of guy that makes, as you said, makes your team better, and that's how you make deep runs in the NCAA tournament is have guys like Jacob Grandison around. I think it's a team that could be very dangerous in the tournament, but I really have been saying it all year. I just wonder what the, what it's been like inside. I mean, you're as close as anybody to this program, but also the heartbeat of the fan base. When this team was ranked high, I believe it got as high as 11 or 10 maybe higher than that, and then dropped out of the top 25, and then for whatever reason wasn't ranked in the top 25, and then I think they handed them a 25. I said, what are what are the writers or what are the voters looking at? I mean, this team yeah. is one of the better teams in the country. What was the reaction around the program? Did people uh, fluctuate? What did they think about it? Well, the fans were more upset than anybody. I don't think, that, I don't think it bothered the team because they knew – I mean, this is very much, um, you know, one day at a time group. I mean, they, they know that, you know, they stubbed their toe against Loyola last year in the tournament. That's living with them every day. Uh, they know the rankings, you know, are, you know, are subjective in a lot of ways. I think in a lot of ways, Tom, the early loss to uh, Marquette, which Marquette turned out to be a really good team, uh, you know, 20-point loss to Cincinnati and Kansas City. I think some of that stuck early with some people, and then the, early part of the Big Ten schedule, they played the Minnesotas and the Nebraskas, and so they they piled up some road wins in some of those places, and I think voters across the country, maybe the people that vote, just were not giving them enough credit. But, you know, you see us enough, people around the Big Ten know how good they are, and uh, I think they just assumed, and I think they work at it every day in the sense that, you know, if we're the best team, if we work at it every day, the cream will rise to the top. And we're going to come to the top of the Big Ten. It's going to take care of itself, and then the rankings will follow. So 
I think that's been their approach, and and I think it's paid off for them. The fourth-ranked team in the country is Purdue. They are 20-3. and They beat Michigan yesterday 82-76. They are considered by many to be a number one seed right now going into the tournament, yet the number one team in the Big Ten is Illinois with a 10-2 and record. Boy, I wish this could be settled somehow on the court. Oh, wait, look at this. Tuesday, it's Illinois at Purdue. An 8 o'clock tip on ESPN. Now, Mackey Arena is, you're going to walk into another, uh, you know, hornet's nest, as you know, a, a loud building, but they just went through it. I, I don't know that this Illinois team has any fear necessarily, and I think that's reflected by their coach. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think you're right. And, yeah, going into Indiana, you know this. I mean, uh, you know, in some places you go, they have to tell the crowd to get loud or, you know, cheer, make noise. Indiana and Purdue is such a basketball state, they just kind of do it instinctively. And uh, Mackey Arena with that low ceiling and they're packed in there tight, uh, it gets as loud as any place I've ever been in. And uh, it should be a fantastic game. When they played back in January in Martin Luther King Day, that was one of those games you walked away, even though Illinois lost uh, in double overtime. Uh, and you've seen tournament games, Tom. When you get late into the tournament, that was a high-level, late NCAA tournament event. I mean, they were re- both teams were just terrific, and uh, it may be hard to live up to the hype again. We'll see. Hopefully, it will. But I, that should be fantastic Tuesday night. It was a great basketball game then. I think it'll be a great one Tuesday. And Brian Barnhart will have the call on the Illini Sports Network. Appreciate you. Thanks again for joining us on KMOX. All right. Thank you, Tom. Have a great day. Illinois wins it over Indiana 74-57. When we come back, Billikens head coach Travis Ford after a great win over Dayton on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Here's the call yesterday, second half, Chaffetz Arena. He's at the center circle. They don't jump out on him. Now he approaches on the left wing. There's a screen. Yuri stepped into a three. Bang! Yuri Collins dominating the game. Yuri Collins with the three and then this. 69-57, under two minutes left. Yuri killed his dribble, finds Jimerson. Now got it to Nesbitt, almost stolen. Jay Nesbitt, jam time, ball game. 
And that did it. Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. on the call on KMOX and Travis Ford. Oh, I'm going to enjoy these next 10 minutes with the head coach of the Billikens. Our visit sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. How are you, coach? Y'all, I'm doing good this morning, Tom. I appreciate you having me on. I tried to tell them. I tried to tell them, Coach, that uh, this team was uh, not to be a team to be messed with and that you found an identity, and, boy, did you show it yesterday. That was some performance against the Dayton Flyers. Yeah, it really was. I was really proud of our team's effort, Uh, incredible effort. You know, we, uh, we were a little tight early. Made a few mistakes, but our defense was um, really, really good pretty much for most of the game. Second half, offense really picked up, shot over 60% uh, from from the field, got very efficient, rebounded the ball extremely well in the second half. But just an incredible effort by our guys, by every single player. And, God, what a crowd, what a student section. It was it was good as I've seen, but I just can't thank our fans and our students for coming out the way they did, and it really, really made a difference. And you did. Uh, let's work our way backwards. So you, how did you feel after the handshake, and, and what made you go grab the microphone and talk to those kids? Well, I just I want them to know just how much we truly appreciate it. I, I know there's a lot of things people could be doing during a Saturday afternoon, for them to pick uh, to come to Shape It's Arena and cheer on the Billikens uh, really, really means a lot to us. And, you know, I think once they come, they do have a good time. Chris Bain and staff do a great job of putting on an incredible event from, you know, the incredible video boards to the fireworks to the starting lineup to everything. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, we really appreciate it. And I think those were, as a student, where a lot of memories can be made. Um, and we just hope they all had a great time. We hope they come back. But we want them to know we truly appreciate it. We don't take it for granted. We really appreciate them coming out and supporting uh, our, our basketball team. And you have another big game on Friday at home. But until then, you have a game on the road at LaSalle, which we'll talk about in just a moment. So you got to get back to work, of course. But what a win. You're right. And what a great memory for those kids. And what a great atmosphere they do put on. And Rick Majerus and, and the coaches before him all talked about it. Rick Majerus used to call that the best band in the country and how much he appreciated the student section. and. You know, here you are following Coach Majerus, Coach Cruz, and carrying on this tradition, but it really does take a great product on the floor, and your team has that. I want to start with Yuri Collins, and this is this, I'll be honest, I was upset uh, this past week. Uh, he's not on the Koozie, I don't know if you care about that or not, but he's not on the Koozie Award list. Uh, he's not on the top 10 list of the best point guards in the country, and I, I'm staring at it, and I respect the Basketball Hall of Fame, but I'm staring at it and thinking, that doesn't seem right to me, I, and that doesn't sit well with me. I don't know if he pays attention to that or if you do as a program or not. Well, uh, you know, when it, 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 yes and no, because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just a, a, a shame, a sham, really, that he's not on it. If you look at it, all great players on it. Take nothing from the players that are on it. They're all great players, uh, really good players. But no question, he deserves to be on it. Uh, I think so many people that uh, are are voting for these things just uh, look at maybe the Kentuckys and the Dukes, uh, uh, Gonzagas and the Baylors, things like that, and they don't really study uh, like who are truly the best point guards in America that are making the biggest impact on their teams. I don't so think they look at that. I think they get very very lazy. Uh, and don't pay attention because anybody that knows anything about basketball at all 
it doesn't take them long to realize that he's number one assist guy in the country. He's led a team that nobody thought could be where we're at now because of the loss of Javante and the Jordan Goodwins. Here he's led us <clears throat> to 16 and six, and you know we're you know top 50 or whatever in the net right there. And um, you know they don't pay attention to those things. It's they just take the easy way out sometimes. I'm with I you. Go on and on. <laughs> no, no, and I'm glad. I, I wanted to open the door for you to see, you know, what you wanted to say about it because I think you do have to stick up for your guy, just like you stick up for when we get down to crunch time and it's the NCAA tournament and they're trying to see who's better. You got to stand up for your program, and if it's slew, sometimes you just have to work harder at it than those other high-profile programs. But I think you're on that on that track, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. You know, for him, he doesn't pay attention as much as probably I do. I, I was disappointed for him, you know. But the best way to continue to prove that these people that voted on are clueless is to keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep you know, Yuri keeps doing what he's doing, and he's just proven to everybody else that, you know, who voted on this, that they're just clueless. Well, and the, this team is led by him, and all you had to do, I mean, after the Auburn game, uh, Bruce Pearl, I think, said it himself, one of the best point guards I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's not, not much more you need than that than the coach of the number one team in the country, uh, but we all know what we see, and then just beyond that. So off the bench, Martin Linson scores 17, finally healthy, and that's also what you needed, wasn't it? Yeah, he probably, I thought, uh, for the first time, looked like kind of his old self from a month and a half to two months ago. You know, he's really been, I don't think people really truly understood the extent of his injury, and Obviously, we didn't put much out there about it, but he was. Uh, it, it took a little longer than we anticipated, but uh, especially when you're as big as he is, when you have an ankle type injury, uh, it's not easy. But I thought he looked back more to form last night. Uh, gave us a huge, huge lift off the bench. Played extremely well. We just got to keep him out of foul trouble. He's been getting in foul trouble the last two to three games, so we can keep him in there longer. It's pretty special to watch Yuri and Linson together, there's no doubt. Across the board, you get double figures out of Jimerson, out of uh, Thatch, and you get a big game out of Okoro again uh, in terms of rebounding with seven, but Collins leads the way with eight rebounds. Uh, SLU has this identity that we talked about of a defensive-minded team, but also on offense uh, a tough-minded team as well, Coach, and and now you're starting to put it together. I guess I'll circle back to uh, making yourself now into a conversation where maybe this team doesn't have to win the A-10 tournament. Now, you, of course, are going to have this team focused on doing so, but that has to feel good that more people are paying attention and that this team is starting to move a little bit with LaSalle looming on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, I gave our team a little talk before uh, before the game yesterday about, you know, you've earned the right to play in a big game. Yesterday was a big game. But the only reason it's a big game because both teams have very good records. Both teams are trying to play their best at this time of year. Um, and it's kind of like what you're mentioning. You want to just put yourself in position to be talked about. And we've done that. But we got to worry about Tuesday night. You know, all, all, all that matters in the world right now is Tuesday night trying to figure out how to beat a team LaSalle that beat George Mason yesterday. Uh, and we know how good George Mason is. Uh, you know, it's so, but you do, it's good to be in position. Uh, you know, that's, that's the key at this point, put yourself in position to be talked about, put yourself in position to play in big games. Uh, and that's, that's, 
you know, and, and then take care of your business. That's all you can. That's all you can do at this point. And then finally, I haven't been able to talk to you about the George Mason game, and I won't tomorrow because I'm going to host the coaches show with Lisa Stone. So yeah. let me ask you. Uh, there's another huge game and one of the wildest games that I think slew has been a part of in a long time. That was amazing. And when it comes down to performances, Yuri Collins just took that game over, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Just put uh, our team on his shoulders and just refused to take anything but a win. And uh, it was an incredible individual performance by him, but a lot of other guys obviously chipped in, but what a great college basketball game. Goodness. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, twists and turns, a lot of different lead changes. Uh, and George Mason is a legit team. I mean, they got two high-level transfers that could play anywhere in the country. Uh, and, you know, they'd already beaten Dayton. They'd already beaten St. Bonaventure. Um, but it just shows, I think, the strength of our league right now that LaSalle turned around and beat George Mason yesterday. Uh, but a really good road win. I was a little concerned because of a double overtime game, how much we'd have left with a fairly quick turnaround, one o'clock game. We didn't get back from George Mason until Thursday, uh, but our guys really responded. Last thing, and I'm not going to ask you to comment on Jordan Jack because I don't even know if you saw it, but just the overarching spice of a rivalry, just to the chaos of Jay Billis said this before the Duke Carolina game yesterday. He said, you know, in a rivalry like this, when in the building, the air gets heavy and there's just a lot of that going on. It's great to have a rival, isn't it, Travis Ford? And you have one in Dayton. There is no question about that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, no question. That's kind of been the rivalry based on schedule for a long time. And we've had a great, a lot of great battles before I got here and since I've been here. And uh, no question, they are uh, the, you know, the, the, the rival on our schedule. Um, and, you know, I think you did. I think it's an incredible point. I think you saw that kind of towards the end of the game there. The game was over at that point. And, um, you know, and I don't know what happened at all. First of all, I have no clue what happened. Uh, but, you know, we didn't want anything to re- deflect from, you know, what the score was, uh, we're, you know, and trying to finish the game out and try to get a good win. And what is taking over, of course, all headlines as it should be, is that SLU played a complete game. They beat Dayton 72-61, beat the Flyers, and now move on to play LaSalle Tuesday night on KMOX, and then we'll talk about filling the house again for the St. Bonaventure game. Travis Ford, we appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Appreciate it. Great to talk to the... Head coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford. It's sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, the new head coach in the Valley and the head coach at UIC, he'll be in the Valley next year. And that's Luke Yaklich. back in a moment on KMOX. Some sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Fire Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 10.48 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. And joining us live is the head coach at UIC, Luke Yaklich. Coach, thanks for being with us. How are you? Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to uh, to join you. It's, uh, it's a little bit loud in the background. I'm on a uh, rental uh, rental car. But we love we fun. love ambient so sound. Rental. Yeah, that's that's radio, man. <laughs> we love the background noise. The Missouri Valley Conference is losing Loyola 
next season. So they're down to nine. So they said, we're not just going to add one. We're going to add three. We're going to get to yep. an even number. We've added Belmont, Murray State, and UIC, Illinois, Chicago. Luke Yaklich is coming home to the Valley, aren't you, Coach? Yeah, and uh, it's 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 a pleasure and uh, to to speak with you today. Uh, I'm so uh, honored to be your guest. Looking really looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, continue to develop this relationship, but then obviously to get back in the Missouri Valley is uh, it's something that uh, you know it, it's it, it it gives you chills uh, because as a you know Illinois high school coach um, and then growing up um, in Illinois, all of those schools that are in the valley, um, you know, it have been a big part of. Uh, you know, both from a recruiting perspective, but people that you just studied. And then as a manager, I spent two years with Kevin Stallings um, as a manager at Illinois State, uh, went to the tournament twice and got to experience uh, winning Arch Madness, uh, beating a Missouri State team um, one year and then uh, a Northern Iowa team another year. And then uh, came back to Illinois State as a as an assistant under Dan Muller for four years. And uh, unfortunately, uh, lost in the championship game twice uh, to Northern Iowa and to uh, and to Wichita. So uh, it's it's great. It, it, it's unbelievable basketball, as everybody in and around the St. Louis area knows. Um, and it's an unbelievable uh, tournament. And uh, very excited uh, about that move, as our uh, entire athletic department and uh, university is. Yeah, your time at Illinois State, as you mentioned, both times, and the last time with Coach Muller, knowing very well. Uh, how exciting it can be recently, uh, but also that was an emotional time uh, to be part of that Illinois State program with the loss of some of your great colleagues there, and and you and Coach Muller have remained very close as as you spent time in college together, Luke. Uh, for sure, uh, you know the uh, the time that I spent, uh, you know, right going from from high school to an assistant coach um, at Illinois State was like it was overwhelming at, at the start. And uh, one of the key things that I had, and you've mentioned to uh, kind of a, with Tory Ward uh, and Dana Ford, those were two of the assistant coaches that were kind of took me under their wing. And uh, think about Tory uh, often, and Dana obviously uh, will be competing against him uh, next year. But the opportunity that Dan gave me uh, to grow and develop um, as an assistant coach at the Division One level was uh, incredibly. Um, you know, rewarding. And obviously we've uh, remained close uh, since then. And we've been friends since I was uh, a manager and he was a player and had no clue that that relationship that we started uh, um, at that point would end up uh, and culminate in, uh, you know, coaching with each other and now coaching against each other. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And, you know, it says a lot about him and about that staff and about you that Michigan pulled you out of there and took you to the Big Ten. And, in fact, uh, you made it all the way to the championship game as an assistant at Michigan, and then Shaka Smart grabbed you and took you to Texas. Uh, just tell us about those two experiences at Michigan and Texas. Well, you know, the, the experience at Illinois State uh, was everything um, in setting, setting me up for that. Um, and, you know, the opportunity and the, the support that I got from, from Dan uh, to, to have that that uh, experience come to fruition with Coach Beeline was um, was transformative in my career, um, and you know not only for my career but for my entire family. And um, we're a basketball family, so it's uh, those experiences have been um, incredibly uh, you know rewarding and fun. And you know the the time at Michigan was was it, it was just uh, an experience like no other. Um, you know, going to the Final Four and having that opportunity. Um, 
to play a small part um, in in a program in a university that had such rich uh, rich history. And then, you know, I'm incredibly grateful for. Um, you know, when Coach Beeline went to coach the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, everything was up in flux. And, um, you know, I had the opportunity to, to interview uh, with Coach Smart, and um, he was unbelievable. And the, the, just the amount of things that I learned in, in a short time together there was was instrumental. And uh, now putting that all together and building our own program, uh, I'm very thankful for the mentors that I've had, not only those three assistant coaches, but, uh, you know, my high school coach, Chips Giovanni, is a uh, has passed away, but it was an IBCA uh, Hall of Fame member, and uh, my high school coach Paul Kamarsik at LaSalle, Peru, and Gary Sonnenberg. Um, you know, they were they're instrumental in everything I've done. So um, I, I'm I'm a product of being around a lot of really good people and fortunate. Luke Yaklich, the head coach at UIC, back in Chicago, where. You, you grew up rooting for Chicago sports. You grew up in LaSalle, Illinois, and now here you are back in the Chicago sports scene. Just tell us about your program and being part of Chicago. It has to be very meaningful to you. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's, it's incredibly, um, you know, I, I'm, it's humbling, and uh, it's something that you've worked for um, growing up in, in LaSalle, Peru, and um, you know, just being a, a fan of Midwest basketball is Big Ten, and I, basically I get, we got Iowa on our uh, on our uh, antenna TV and we got DePaul and, and the occasional uh, Bulls game. So it was like Midwest basketball, but then the Chicago scene was, was always something that was, was special. And as a high school coach at Joliet um, and at LaSalle, Peru and, and at Sterling, we always went to, uh, you know, into uh, the city to, for summer shootouts. Um, and actually um, my la- coach took my team to UIC to games and to their team camp uh, when Howard Moore was the coach there. And, um, uh, Chicago basketball is, is incredible. Um, Illinois basketball is incredible at all levels, um, you know, from high school uh, to college uh, and all levels of college. Um, w- w- and, you know, for me, it's to be at UIC. We have uh, such incredible, you know, leadership uh, from our athletic department, which has kind of really fostered and, and driven this, uh, this move to the Valley. And then to be able to, you know, with my education background, to have the opportunity to work at a university that uh, has just an incredible academic experience um, in the city of Chicago and all the, um, you know, each of the uh, 10 colleges at UIC and what they have to offer uh, student athletes. It's, it's really easy um, to sell uh, education and UIC and then Chicago basketball and our facilities and then our support for student athletes. Um, in, in the living rooms and uh, over Zoom calls with recruits and their parents. So I'm, uh, I'm fortunate and honored to, uh, to be where I'm at and looking forward to, uh, to this next step, um, but looking forward to finishing out this last, uh, last step here a uh, month and a half with, uh, in the Horizon League and getting to Indianapolis. Well, as one of the broadcasters for the Valley, I guess I'll speak on behalf of the conference here, the St. Louis-based conference, and say it is great to be back in Chicago. And boy, you're right. You know, you and I are about the same age. I love those DePaul games on CBS. I loved them. I, I was a big fan of the Chicago basketball scene and still am, and I look forward to catching up with you and watching UIC in the Valley, Luke. Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, again, uh, the Mar- Arch Madness experience is, is – is truly one of a kind and looking forward to uh to speaking with you again and 
being in all of the great venues uh, that the Valley has to offer. So thanks for your time today, and uh, have a, have an amazing uh, rest of your day. You too. Appreciate it very much. Luke Yaklich, the head coach at UIC, they will be in the Missouri Valley Conference starting next season with Belmont and Murray State. What a basketball conference that's going to be. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll give you some headlines after the 11 o'clock news, and then Derek Gould, Cardinals beat writer from the Post-Dispatch, will be with us from the Stiefel Sports Studio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.